One of my greatest fears as a type 1 diabetic almost came true this last weekend. We almost were stuck, crashed in the middle of the mountains without cell service, without sugar, without backup. Thankfully, it didn't happen, but I did learn an important lesson. And today, I want to talk to you about how to specialize in your type 1 diabetes. Some lessons that I've learned over the last decade plus that I want to share with you today. Now, before we get into it, I'm going to jump into our theme song, and then we'll go ahead and get started. I've spent the last 10 years pushing the limits while identifying trends and patterns in my type 1 diabetes management. Follow along as I learn, apply, and share the fitness, nutrition, and lifestyle strategies that I've learned from diabetes experts around the world. The real question is, how can we live fearlessly with diabetes while maintaining stable blood sugars? This podcast is here to give you the answer. My name is Matt Vandevecht, head coach and co-founder of FTF Warrior, and welcome to Part of My Pancreas. All right, so this last weekend, my family and I took a trip up to Big Bear, California, and Big Bear Lakes up in the mountains. Uh, from where we're at in San Diego, it's like typically a three-hour drive, but uh, our three-hour drive ended up being about six hours. Now, thankfully, it wasn't because of traffic, uh, but it was actually something much, much more threatening. Uh, see, we had actually seen our uh, little sensor on our dashboard in the car come on, and it had been on for like a week. For anybody who uh, is familiar with dashboard terminology, it was the TPMS sensor, right? Or tire pressure monitoring system, I think it stands for. Long story short, tire pressure was not where it should be. And we thought, you know what? Before we go drive up into the mountains for three hours, we should probably get our tires checked, right? Now, a week before, we had actually been uh, to the, the mechanics to just kind of run some routine maintenance stuff, get some stuff checked up on for the purpose of this trip's safety, right? And since that appointment, there were lights that came on on the dashboard and that, that TPMS sensor, the tire pressure was one of them. And we thought, you know what? That's kind of odd that uh, the problems seem to have gotten worse since we had gone <laughs> to the mechanic, right? And, uh, you know, we took it into a different shop just in case it wasn't, uh, in case it was the mechanic shop that had been the issue. And sure enough, uh, what we found out is that in our bargain hunting, I didn't share this with you, but we were looking for a good deal initially, right? Uh, I'll tell you right up front, don't look for the good cheap deals. Like there are good deals out there, but don't go looking for the cheap ones when it comes to things that matter. <laughs> like, you know, of course your health, yes, but also uh, your car when you're going on a long trip. Uh, so long story short, they found two, not just one, but two screws in our tire, our front left tire. And they said, uh, yeah, this, this looks like screws that came out of a, a mechanics shop. Like somehow there's screws that ended up in your tire. And we're like, what the heck? Like we took this in to get them to rotate the tires, not puncture the tires. <laughs> and so somehow in that process, uh, you know, we went for bargain hunting. It looks like they didn't give us the quality of care that we were hoping for. Uh, but, you know, what, what can you expect? You, you bargain hunt, you go for the cheapest deal in town, and you're less likely to get the high quality service. Uh, but somehow, as a result, there were two screws in our tire. So we went to uh, one of the best tar tire places in town, and they were able to fix it for us and uh, give us high quality. Everything looked great. Got it set. We were confident going up into the mountains. Thankfully, did not have to deal with a blowout, which likely would have happened. You know, we look at the different pressures as you enter into the mountains. I think it's an 8,000 foot climb in elevation. Uh, who knows what would have happened, right? Uh, tire pressure does increase as you get higher in elevation. 
I can only imagine uh, going on those windy roads, the danger that was waiting for us. So thankfully we were able to go to a specialist, somebody who has their entire shop built around tires specifically. Like the only thing they do is work on car tires. And as a result, they took care of us. They got us up safely. The trip was a blast and we had a fantastic time. But so often I've noticed this trend across the board, uh, both in my life, but also in, uh, you know, diabetes lives, my clients' lives as well. People who come to me after years of searching for those bargain deals, right? Looking for like, what's the cheapest possible fix for my diabetes? Because insulin costs enough, which I totally get, right? I'm paying for it too. But the unfortunate piece to this is that oftentimes we go to generalists, Instead of specialists, you know, in searching for those bargain deals, we go to our primary care and expect them to know everything about diabetes or uh, even worse, we go to Google, <laughs> expect Google to give us all of the answers or we look up, you know, some books and uh, some new trending diet as as if that's going to be the cure for us or uh, maybe even asking our friends and family, well, what do you think I should do with my diabetes? Why are my blood sugars so wacky? And when we go to the generalists, we can expect general results, you know, just generic, maybe small improvements, but really no fixes. Uh, and if anything, it's a Band-Aid fix. But what we want is the specialist who's going to go in there and like diabetes is the only thing they do, right? Like that tire shop, tires was the only thing that shop had in stock. I even walked into the back. It was literally walls and walls and walls of different tires for cars like that is literally the only thing they specialize in but because of that they were able to look at my tire and in five minutes knew exactly what was wrong knew exactly how to help and did that exact same fix in five minutes so 10 minutes total in diagnosed fixed you're out of here fantastic Awesome. I love it when my problems get solved, right? Uh, and similarly, there's a story that someone in my family had encountered recently where they hired a, uh, a general contractor to go in and uh, update their kitchen. Now, general contractors are great for general knowledge, right? But if you have a specific item, you might want to consider hiring a specialist. So when they hired them and come fix the kitchen, uh, the construction was on point, but the design was a little bit janky right and so instead in that situation this individual who i won't name but they probably should have hired a specialist someone who uh, specialized in not only the construction but also the design of interior decor of kitchen uh, design and aesthetic right uh, and functionality as well so when looking at our diabetes uh, you know we go to the doctor we get good general advice they're great at kind of picking out what could be wrong but they're less likely to know how to fix it at its source And I'll give you kind of a secret, industry secret, right? Over the years, uh, and this happened to me, but it's happened to most of my clients as well. Over the years, uh, you know, I would notice that blood sugars ran a bit higher between meals. And I go into my doctor's appointment a couple times a year. And almost routinely, my doctor would see the higher blood sugars. At that point, didn't have a CGM. So all they saw was high blood sugar, right? (laughs) There was no curve. There was no trend. Um, and they would make an adjustment to my basil because it was hours after I had eaten. Now, the issue with that is this is a Band-Aid fix in most cases, because oftentimes if you see a higher blood sugar after a meal, there are more than one factor at play. It might not just be the basil that needs to be adjusted, right? It could be the insulin to carb ratio. It could be your proteins and fats that you're having too much of. It could be stress levels. It could be different types of activities, dehydration, lack of sleep, so many things that it could be, but the doctors only know two different things you can tweak, 
the basal and the bolus, right? The long-acting insulin if you're on MDI and the fast-acting insulin if you're taking insulin from mealtimes. And so oftentimes the doctors go, well, I mean, your blood sugar is running high hours after your mealtime, so it's clear it's your basal insulin. Reality is it could be a number of things. It requires a deeper diagnosis, a deeper look into what's truly going on. It requires a specialist, right? But over the time that I, I went to these doctors before I did my own research, of course, and uh, and I'll tell you about this later, but I decided to become the specialist. But over time, realized that my basal insulin was way too high. And this, again, has happened time and time again. You know, I've had clients come through our program uh, that at the beginning of our program, compared to the end of the program, cut their basal insulin in half and realized they were taking twice as much insulin as they needed to because over the last 10, 20, 30 years, Every doctor's appointment was them just increasing their basal, increasing their basal, increasing their basal. And that was their attempt at lowering the A1C was, hey, let's just throw more insulin at it because clearly that's going to fix it, right? Insulin lowers blood sugars, so it should help lower your average, which would lower your A1C. And logistically, from like an engineering standpoint, it kind of makes sense, right? But the issue is that diabetes is not linear. And there is not just one specific set of rules. There are a plethora of options to pick from that cause blood sugars to rise and fall sometimes both right it's it's wildly complicated so to think that you can go to a generalist like a doctor who does not specialize in your type of diabetes is i mean hilarious looking back now <laughs> to think that one person can uh, have this incredible knowledge of every possible disease ever the reality is if you see a generalist, you're going to get general results. If you see a specialist, you're going to fix problems at its core. You're going to have people who know what they're looking for, right? Back to the tire shop, they knew exactly what to look for. The numbers and the tire pressure told them to look for a screw. They found the screws and through some magic, they were able to seal the tire without even changing the tire out. And it worked beautifully. The trip was incredible, went mountain biking, uh, set some new records up there in Big Bear and Brooklyn got to see a lot of new sites that she'd never experienced before. And most importantly, we were safe because a specialist took a look at our tire and was able to fix it, fix the problem. So when looking at your diabetes, you've got two, um, two possibilities. One is to go find a specialist, either hire them or uh, I guess befriend them. <laughs> In most cases that you're gonna have to pay them for a consult or for uh, them to go through your blood sugars. And option two is for you to become the specialist. Now this is, a lot of work, right? I just want to put it out there. That, that's the route that I took. It is incredibly difficult. It took years of uh, dedication, drive, and obsession. And I'm going to be quite frank with you right now. This is not me tooting my own horn. This is not me putting you down. It takes more effort and drive and dedication than most people are willing to put into it. Most people don't want to put that much effort into their diabetes because they think that they don't deserve it and it's not fair. And blah, blah, blah. Most people aren't going to put the work in. And that's fine. You don't have to love diabetes, okay? I have a very interesting relationship with my diabetes where I kind of obsess over it and I geek out over it. Uh, it fascinates me. Uh, it didn't always used to be that way, but as a result, I chose to become the specialist as I also hired specialists. So I hired specialists to consult me and teach me all these different things so that I could go do my own research and come up with my own way of doing things, which now I teach other people on. So when looking at your life, but we're gonna talk about diabetes right now specifically, you have to decide, do I want to become the specialist and put a ton of work into it uh, up front, right? Or do I want to go hire a specialist? Yeah, typically it's painful to pay them, but they fix your problem, right? Yeah, we went to a tire shop that was kind of expensive, 
right? But as a result, peace of mind, the car functioned properly going up the mountain, down the mountain. I was safe. My daughter was safe. My wife was safe. We got to meet my family up there and enjoy our trip. So yes, you can become the specialist. I could have gone home and researched tires and figured out how to seal and do all that fancy stuff, but I just don't have the time or the drive. I don't care about tires that much. It's just not my thing, right? I'm more into science and health and, and wellness. But if you are looking for a way to start obsessing over your diabetes, there are avenues. You can start hiring consultants. You can start reading books. You can do your own research. If you have diabetes like me, you can use yourself as a lab rat, which is what I did, and experiment on yourself. I wouldn't recommend that. It's not safe and it's a bit sketchy at times, but that's technically an option. So you can start doing that today, but you got to realize that the effort is going to be uh, maximal. Like you're going to have to put the effort in if you want to be your own specialist and then you truly are responsible for your own outcomes. But if you want to find the specialist, now is the time to start looking around, right? Looking for the people that are the best at what they do, looking for the people that are going to take care of you, help you reach your end result, not the people that are just going to bump up your insulin in hopes that it fixes the problem. You want the person who obsesses over diabetes and to be more specific, your type of diabetes. There's a lot of different types out there, right? Uh, and I want to be completely frank and, and open with everyone watching this. I do not help fix all types of diabetes. I help people with insulin dependent diabetes. And it's not because I, I don't want to help everybody. I do, but I'm not a specialist in that area. I know my lane. And I will stick to it because that is what I am best at. And that's what we're known for. See, there's a reason that doctors come to us and to me to learn our strategies because we specialize in these things and we dedicate our lives to these practices. That's the kind of person you want in your corner. Somebody who eats, breathes, sleeps type one diabetes or 1.5 or Modi or whatever type of insulin dependent diabetes you have. Okay, that's what you gotta be looking for. You gotta find someone who is obsessed and passionate about this stuff and then approach them. Say, hey, I'd love to know more about what your thoughts are on XYZ, on phenomenon, the morning spike with blood sugars I see, uh, the drops that I see with activity. Why do I spike and then drop at night in the absence of extra insulin or extra food, right? Like those are the types of questions you bring to the specialist. The general doctors, you can go and say, hey, my tummy hurts. What do, what do you think it is, right? And they'll give you a good starting point. But the ending point, the solution lies with the specialists. So Hopefully you find that one helpful. Uh, learn from my mistakes. Do not go for the bargain hunt. If you've got an important thing you're trying to solve, an important problem you're trying to solve. We went for the bargain for the tires and found two screws in our tires. Those weren't there beforehand. <laughs> I don't know how you make a problem worse, but that's what happened when we went the general route and tried to get someone just to fix it real quick. Uh, and I'll leave you with this. This is something that I've, uh, I've heard before. It's a fantastic phrase that holds true even with this story. Uh, there's three things that most people want. They want uh, it done fast, they want it done well, and they want it done cheap. The issue is you can only pick two. It can be cheap and fast, but it won't be done well. It can be uh, done well and cheap, but it's not going to be fast, right? That's becoming your own specialist, right? Uh, it can be done fast and it can be done well, but it's not going to be cheap, right? You have to figure out which of those three you want to pick and then follow that path. So those are three, you got to pick two. It can be done fast, it can be done right you know, the first time, done well, or uh, it can be done cheap, pick two, and then follow that path. You got this. If you wanna be a specialist, great, more power to you. If you're looking for a specialist, let me know if I can help. 
Obviously, we've got a training that we do also show to the doctors who reach out to us. That's going to be over at diabetesinaction.com. Highly recommend you check it out. Uh, the methods that we teach are different. They're not going to be the same ones that you find in your generic doctor's office appointments. Uh, they are different for a reason. They work better. And in my opinion, and in the opinions of the medical staff that have reached out to us, they are the best available to us living with insulin-dependent diabetes. So go check that out real quick. It's at diabetesinaction.com. Again, I hope you found this helpful. Be sure to hit subscribe, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. I'm going to go clean up and unpack from our trip. I'll see you guys next time. Almost forgot every single time. My goodness. All right. Quick breakdown of the trip. Here is my blood sugar average over the last week. We have a 92% average. As you can see, it's the same as the previous week. Previous week, I was traveling through Nashville, Tennessee. It was also 92% in range. There's a reason that we use the specific strategies that we teach. I practice what I preach. All right, uh, so 92%, that was an amazing trip in Big Bear that includes traveling, road trips, mountain driving, uh, pickleball, spike ball, hiking, uh, three hours straight of mountain biking and staying in range the whole time if you saw the post on Instagram. All of that fun stuff, eating great food. Uh, my mom's cooking is amazing. All of that and still 92% range. That's what a specialist can do for you. Okay, none of this uh, you know, subpar crap that people say, oh, you're doing good enough. Good enough is crap. If you want the best, if you want precision with your blood sugars and freedom, choice of lifestyle, you got to start using formulas. It's the only way you're going to accomplish that. All right. So uh, that's what's possible. Go check it out. Diabetesinaction.com. I'll catch you guys next time. Keep up the fight.